be where you are right now. Because in the presence of God, there's peace. His glory brings peace. His glory brings peace. Does anybody need the peace of the Lord tonight? Thank you. 
Good morning, good morning, everyone. Father, we thank you for tonight. How are you doing? Thank you for it. It's another beautiful day that the Lord has made, that we rejoice and be glad in, in it. All right, I wanted to share the link right now. Share the link, call someone, tag someone. Let's pray a bit. While you do that, just lift your voice. And let's give God praise. Let's give God praise. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father.
thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by Just for another beautiful day, 
your word says that this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, thank you for we choose joy today. We choose victory today. We choose celebration today. We choose happiness today because it is the day that you, O oh Lord, has made for us. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you for keeping us from January till December. Thank you for keeping us. We are grateful. In the mighty name of Jesus. All right, wherever you are connected from, share the link right now and let someone be connected. Share the link right now and let someone be connected. Share the link, share the link, share the link, share the link. Every time I receive a testimony and someone said to me, somebody is the one that shared the link to me, I got excited much more because of the person that shared the link. Because if the person didn't do that, someone wouldn't have received such a visitation. The person wouldn't have received. Somebody said to me yesterday, they said, I've been coming online. I've been on Podbean for over a month. I, whenever I come online, I don't see, I see your picture. But every time I try to join the meeting, the meeting has already ended. Something keeps drawing me to your picture. Every time I try to join the meeting, it just ends. I'm like, what kind of thing is this? And one day she came on, she saw the link again and decided to join. And while she joined, I think one of the, one of the admins was ministering. It was like, ah, why will a woman be ministering when there's a man's picture at the front of it? And she waited. Suddenly, I came on. She was like, okay, I think there was a miss-up. And I began to minister. And before the meeting could run out, just a few minutes, I gave her a word. It says she was so shocked that she couldn't even reply because... That is a situation she had been fighting for the past six years. And the same thing was happening to her instantly, right? While she was just online that I was giving the word. So it is sweet that we preach this gospel to people. Right now, you are, you are not asked to walk on the road and do evangelism. As much as that is important, it's very important. Just share the link. Talk someone, connect someone, inform someone, wake up someone, be a reminder to someone. And we trust God for something great in your life. Everyone joining for the first time, you are amazingly welcome. And the second set of people that I like on this platform are those that come on and you stay very quiet. You don't comment. You don't. All right. Now, this is the, the risk. Is it risk? No, sorry. This is the benefit of you not commenting, you are not active, is that the moment you get into the prophetic, 
we don't see your name we don't see your comment that's the benefit if we get into the prophetic we don't see your name we don't see your comment so we comment based on the names we, we prophesy or minister based on the names and the comments we see on the screen except god now shows something beyond all right something beyond and listen sometimes don't assume oh if i just say amen that's just it it could be it is a deeper issue it could be it has to be addressed okay it might have to be addressed one-on-one -on -one and you have to be spoken to and told what to do so by the time you are just in one corner and just for whatever reason that you are acting decodemously for it is where it is where whatever that it is it is where that's all that i can say but help yourself that's why you got connected maybe there's another thing but if you got connected to be blessed participate when we say pray pray we say comment comment nobody's eating your comment we say give give we say fast fast by the way camp meeting online is coming on from 18 to 22 first edition it will be on zoom then the second edition begins on the 26th down to on the 30th camp meeting online is our biggest online meeting so get yourself ready to be part of it on zoom we're going to be on port bin somewhere but we'll be more on zoom we'll be more on zoom for the first week then the second lap we now return to port bin and finish it up and i'm trusting god powerfully for strange testimonies i'm trusting god powerfully from for strange visitations hallelujah glory to god in the highest okay everyone say father in the name of jesus say i decree and i declare that today is a good day for me say father thank you for this beautiful day and whatever you have for me i will not miss it say whatever you have for me today i will not miss it as i go to work as i go for visit as i go for my business as i take my children to school as i go to the market whatever you have for me today i will not miss it in the name of jesus say right now i activate angels i activate angels all around me say right now i activate angels all around me to carry out the assignment of god for my life to bring to pass every word i have spoken to bring preservation to bring favor to bring good news to bring helpers and to bring remembrance into my life in the name of jesus say i decree and i declare today there shall be a testimony in my life in jesus powerful name we pray amen and amen all right maybe you are joining us for the first time um i wanted to understand that we prophesy quite well but we believe first and more in the word and prayer before any other thing we believe more and first in prayer and the word before any other thing so if you don't like the word and prayer then you might not like me 
If you don't believe in the word and prayer, then you might as well not believe in me. All right? I love to teach. I love it. I, I love to teach. I can teach four hours stretch without getting tired. I, I love to pray. I can pray eight hours stretch without getting tired. Hmm? So I wanted to get your heart positioned. Okay, now let's let's deal with a very um, not complex but a very serious issue this morning. And I trust God. Listen, the Bible said, "Is my word not like hammer that breaks chains to pieces?" So when God's word comes, God's word has the ability to break strongholds. All right, it is left for you to believe. That is just the principle. It has what it takes to break whatever situation that you are going through. So you are listening to me now, wherever you are. You are in Ghana, in Africa, in America, in Europe, in Asia. The word of God is coming straight to where you are, and that stronghold shall be broken. The word of God is heading straight to where you are, and that stronghold shall be broken. That healing will come to you. That deliverance will come to you in the name of Jesus. We have strange, strange testimonies since after camp meeting, but I know we have not even started recording testimonies yet. Now, before 31st, you will see testimonies, you will shout. Before 31st, you will see testimonies, you, you will be the one shouting. How? What is going on? It's not true. It's not possible. But Charlie, it is. I know what God can do. It is. It is. You don't, if a prophetic word comes for you, glory to God. You, when you are in this atmosphere, you don't need a prophetic word to get a testimony. All you need is let your heart to be open. It might not be a direct word. It might be a general word. Take it personal and watch what God is going to do. And I declare a miracle in your life now. I declare testimony in your life now. I declare favor in your life now. I declare an open door in your life now. I decree that the Lord will frustrate the agenda of the wicked in your life. Those that rise up against you, they shall be smitten before their faces in the name of Jesus. Now, let's see Mark chapter 8, verse 22 down to 26. Mark chapter 8. 22 down to 26. Mark chapter 8, 22 down to 26. Mark chapter 8, 22 to 26. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring him a blind, they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. All right, so you could see that um, they've seen Jesus pray for the blind before, and they knew all he needed to do was a touch, and the blind man would receive healing. Just like some of you came online right now, some maybe somebody told you, ah, I was looking for a child. He just gave me a word, and a child came. I was sick. He just told me you are healed, and I got healing. Um, I needed the job, just one word. I needed the visa, just one thing, and that was how it came. So you took him. 
all right so they knew it was very easy for jesus to do and it has not changed jesus the same yesterday today and forever but let's progress and see what happened verse 23 and he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town and when he speed on his eyes and put his hands on him he asked him if he saw aught. now Jesus have never prayed for anybody and carried them out of town. Please, admit, try and follow me, all right? I'm taking the scriptures verse by verse. The next one will be 24, so don't be posting ahead. So that those who are reading from the screen will not get lost, all right? So, Jesus have never prayed for anybody and had a reason to lead the person out of town. So why is this one different? Is somebody following me? He has never led anybody out of town for prayer. If you come, he will give you a prophetic word or give you an instruction and he will lay hand. Now, he's doing two extreme things that are uncommon for his ministry. Two controversies. Number one is that he led him out of the town. And the next thing, he had to took, take speed and mud and rubbed his eyes. How do you put sand in the eyes of a man's eye? All right? How do you he how do you put sand in the eyes of a man who is already blind? If he was today, they would have arrested him or scandalized him through social media and a whole lot of things. That is just by the way. But note this now, he took him out of the town just for blindness. Are you hiding your ministry? Are you hiding your healing? Or what are you doing? Then verse 8. And when he looked up, so he asked him, what did you see? That's in verse 23. Verse 24 now. Verse 24, sorry, not verse 8. Mark 8, 24. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. Ah, trees don't work. All right? Trees don't work. How can a man say, I see men as trees walking? How do you see trees walking? Now, what is happening here is something very spiritual. That if you don't get somebody to interpret it to you, or you've not received the revelation, you're going to read it just carnally and walk by and say amen, not knowing there is a deep message inside this. Now, men represent helpers. Men represent doors. Men represent opportunities. I've told you men are doors. Men are helpers. Men are opportunities. Anything you want from God now, it will come through a man. I'm not being gender specific now. I'm just talking about genders. 
You want a car, it will come through a man. You want to get married, it will come through a man. You want a visa, it will come through a man. I think somebody was going to the embassy days ago. I said, go. As you go, the person you're going to meet is going to be a woman that is waiting for you. And God has positioned this person to be the one to release your visa. And while he got there, it was a woman that was seated right at the booth that he has to be called on. So when God wants to do things for you, it is a man that he sends your way. But now, when you begin to see the man who is supposed to be an helper, who is supposed to be an opportunity, who is supposed to be an access door to your next level as trees, trees represent obstacles. All right? Trees represent obstacles. You don't go anywhere from a tree except you are a witch or a wizard. There is no place you enter through a tree. Tree stops you. Tree blocks you. Trees hinders you. So the moment you begin to see men as trees, what do you do to obstacles? You cut it down. What do you do to obstacles? You approach them. So the moment the devil blinds your eyes or manipulates your visions that you begin to see men as trees, what is going to happen is that you will begin to fight your helpers. I just pray somebody is able to catch this this morning. You will begin to fight your helpers. Many of us have fought the helpers God sent our way because we see men as trees. The enemies have blinded us. Many of us are fighting our wives, fighting our husbands, fighting our bosses at work, fighting our colleagues, fighting our parents because something has manipulated your sight. You know this person has been sent your way to help you. You know this person has been sent your way to change your life. Why are you fighting them? Whatever you do, you try to do, peace will never come. In that office, everything, you know this job, you prayed, you fasted to get it. But you can't explain why you and your boss is always at war. You can't explain why you and your colleague is always at war. Seeing men as trees. Seeing men are trees. Seeing men as trees. Some of you, you are not the problem. They are the one fighting you. They don't, your boss just hates you for no reason. So now you are tired. Listen, it does not always mean maybe God does not want me here. No, ma. No. Sometimes where God wants you is where the devil fights you so that you will run away. You will miss out what God wanted you to get there. Many are not great because they've run from the battles they would have fought. Hear me, there is no rising without a battle. There is no rising. Sometimes, note this, sometimes the best marriages have the greatest battles. Sometimes the best marriages have the greatest battles. There's sometimes, not all times, sometimes the sign eh, that you marry to the right person is that you will fight and fight and fight and fight. Yeah. Sometimes. Because the devil knows if he allows both of you to be comfortable, he allows both of you to be happy, you will so prosper, you will so become mighty, you will so become great, you will lesser. So everything the devil will do is to raise battles in that marriage so that both of you will fight yourself and you will never prosper. Sometimes the family that would have been the richest family, there is no peace. 
All the brothers are fighting the brothers. All the sisters are fighting the sisters. Because if they are united, they will become great. But there is no peace among them. Sometimes, the, 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 the best place where you are supposed to live to get your blessing is where everybody is fighting you or you can be manipulated to fight everybody. You must understand that life, listen, in life, battles will never end. If you want battles to end in life, then you should die. That is it. Battles are part of life. So one thing you must learn, one habit you must learn is how to fight to win. All right? Don't say, Father, take away all my problems. Then you are not living. How to fight into victory. That is the skill you must learn. I love battles because every time I fight, my level changes. Every time I fight, there is no testimony until there is a test. There is no triumph until there's a trial. Nobody gives you a trophy until you run a race and win. There must be a fight. But you must understand that there are different kinds of battles. All right? Battles are indications of a particular thing in your life. When battles begin to come, don't just cry. What we normally do is to cry, complain. That is an ignorant believer. Battles are indicators of certain things in your life. Number one, the battles can be an indicator of a demonic attack. All right? Number two, battles can be an indicator that you are about to change season. Okay? Every time you are about to change season, Problems will come to make sure they stop you from entering that season. Battles can also be an indicator that you have already changed season. So there are battles that come because of demonic attack. There are battles that come because they, they have seen in the spirit realm. You are not seeing it, that you are about to get married. This guy coming, the reason why this relationship, this particular relationship is giving you stress, this one coming is supposed to lead you to marriage. So a lot of things will begin to happen and all of issues and all of that. The family will say no, this is say no. If care is not taken, somebody becomes careless maybe the girl will get pregnant for another guy or the guy will impregnate another girl and everything will just go apart but that was the relationship that god said this one is your marriage this one is your marriage so the enemies have already done a forecast and they've seen that this one will lead to your next level so they fire their arrows battles can also come when you have now entered your next level you see most of the believers are blind some are ignorant of the scriptures and the times and the season the enemies know your level of change but because you have not really seen certain things or you've not sat down to observe you begin to cry why am i going through this i just bought a car i'm going through problem i just uh, got married oh since i got married all this problem no that is why I tell the single people, you are supposed to fight. Learn to fight before you get married because some family you are going to enter is battle. Some marriage you will enter is battle. Some is the person you will get married to. Some is the family you will get married to. So equip yourself now. Come meeting, you will not come to fast. You will not come to pray. You will not. You will be the one. You will not raise altar. You cannot pay tithes. You cannot sow seed. You cannot give first fruit. They say, "Our pray, pray for hours." You are tired. You are complaining. And I pity you because if you don't build yourself now, listen. Let me repeat what I said earlier. Battles will never end in life. Your battles end the day you die. All right. What only changes is the the kind of battles you fight begin to change as you go by. 
Okay, if you fought battles when you were having just a hundred Ghana cities, when you get one thousand, the battles will come become a different battle. When you get into ten thousand, different battle, hundred thousand, different battle, one million dollar. So the battles begin to come in different size. But for the battle to go, no, there's no prayer you pray that you can remove or no, it doesn't work. There's nothing like that. And every time you win a battle, you get a trophy, you get a reward, you get a promotion. And I prophesy now to everybody listening to me, every battle in your life, I decree victory now. I decree victory now. I declare victory now. I declare victory now. I declare victory now. Whatever you fought for years, fought for months, and it's not going, receive victory now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There are, there are different kinds of battles. There are battles that, um, that just come out of jealousy. Those are not battles. Some of you call, message me or you call. Um, people are talking about me. What are you saying? Why are you, then why are you calling me? For such a serious issue. People are talking about you. What should they talk about? About goat or chicken or orange or pineapple. People are talking about you because there is something you carry. People are talking about you because there is something God is doing in your life. People are talking about you because there is a greatness in you. So whenever people begin to talk about you, rejoice. Rejoice. Sometimes I understand it can affect, but rejoice. Nobody talks about somebody who is doing nothing. Do you know why everybody in the nation of Ghana talks about the president, whether for good or for bad, is because he's at the front. He's at the top. When he was a nobody, who spoke about him? So the moment you become a topic, it's because God is putting you at the top. If you are at the top, you become a topic. So stop complaining. They're talking about me here. They're talking about me here. They're talking about me here. Come on. What are you saying? What are you saying? My friend, wake up. Stop being childish. You are doing that because you are a baby. You have not grown. If you grow, you realize that when you are at the top, everybody will talk about you, whether for good or for bad. Alright? Then, realize that there are battles that comes by territories. When battles begin to come, you must sit down and analyze where is this battle coming from. It is not just always the people you are seeing. There are some battles that come as a result of some spirits behind the scene. There are some battles that come as a result of some powers behind the scene. So the first and first thing you do is to be able to observe and analyze what is behind the scene. This thing, we are dealing with spirits, not human beings. So the man began to see um, men walk as trees. There was something. It has never been so. I think I have people who are um, opticians online here. They will tell you nobody has ever come with a medical condition in their eyes, and when they checked it from their machine or whatsoever, say, we are seeing trees. Or the person say, I'm seeing trees. There's nothing like that. This thing is spiritual. If you go to verse 25, verse 25 said, and after he had put his hands again, note that, after he has put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up, and he was restored, and he saw every man clearly. So there are times you will pray once. It will not happen. Pray again. If Jesus, do you know who Jesus is? 100% God, 
100% man. He had to pray for somebody twice before he got a miracle. That is Jesus. What about you that is not Jesus? What Jesus did once, you might have to do it a thousand times to be able to get the result. What he did twice, you might have to do it 2,000 times. All right? The Bible said he prayed again. So you, you came with an issue, maybe one-on-one, -on -one, or you came online, you, you, they prayed for you about an issue, it's still there. Charlie, come back for prayer until it goes. Don't get tired. Don't stop. Come back for prayer. Don't feel, oh, I feel I'm disturbed. You see, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. Those people who always say, um, I feel I'm disturbing you. That's why um, I, I didn't come back. Two things. I'm, telling, I'm saying this sincerely from my heart. Either the problem is not really serious. Okay? Number one, either the problem is not serious or number two, this person is not the kind of person that is a giver. I'm telling you from my heart, this person is not committed to that man of God or that platform or that church by the means of giving. So they feel guilty bringing their problem. I'm telling you from my heart sincerely, that's the truth. Either the problem is not really serious. Because how do you tell me you have a serious problem? Death is chasing you. Accident is chasing you. And you know that this person can pray for it to change and you say, I don't want to disturb you. It's two things, and it's, and it's two things, and it should be so. If the problem is not serious, you should not disturb anybody. Number two, if you are somebody who is not committed to somebody, you should not worry the person's life. There are people now that can call me 2 a.m. If I, if I can drive. There are people who can call me 2 a.m. If I can drive to where they are, I will drive. If I can't, I will send somebody or I'll pick a call and call them on phone. There are some that will call me, not even 2 a.m., 11 a.m., me, I won't pick. Because the commitment is different. I have said it, I love everybody equally. But you see on this platform, my first priorities are my admins. My second priorities are my partners. Then every other person follows. If you don't like it like that, glory to Jesus for your life. When I'm not there, the admins are the ones online for me. That I'm online, you see that um, we are using data. That I'm online and you see that um, we are meeting and all of that. There are people who are sponsoring the meetings, and part of them are the partners. So when I give them a preferential attention, you will say, ah, it's all about money. Ah, if I wasn't online and they were not sponsored, how do you think we would be here? All right? So don't, don't take it personal. No, don't, don't feel bad about it. That's why I always tell everybody, come online and get connected. It is easier to reach out to you like that. Get connected. Get connected. It is easier. It's easier. You want to become a partner, an admin will drop a number. Don't drop the general admin number. Just one admin, Mrs. Sika, drop your number. She will pull you through and give you a form to fill out. All right? And we're having partnership meeting this Saturday. Don't join partnership. Listen, listen. You know me. I like to be straight and direct. All right? I don't like going around corner, corner. Partners are simply those whose assignment is to support the work financially. 
So don't join partnership platform because you want prayer or because you want attention. If I catch you, I will remove you. It's simple. Partners means you have now made up your mind that you want to be part of those who want to support Pastor Norbert personally. All right? So that is what it is. So you get the form. You choose the category of partnership that you want to belong to. And that's it. All right. So that is what it is. He put his hand on him again. So what brought us here was simply, if you have problem and you say, I, I, I didn't want to reach out because I feel I'm disturbing you. It can only be two things. And I've said it and I've said it. If not, how will you be in a problem? You are dying and you can't reach out to us through an admin or anything. I remember some weeks ago, one of our sisters um, lost the mom, Sister Lizzie, at um, Brogahafo region. I was I, I couldn't go because we're having camp meeting and all that things. I had to call somebody who um, was all, all that way. We have to send money to her to be able to go represent us. All right? Because she's been with us. We can't just ignore her and say, no, um, it's just, no, 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 no. We have to send someone, go there, go there and stand in and represent us. This is a family. We don't do our things here and just come. If you want to come and pray and go, that's fine. You want to come, want to be part of the family, you are welcome. We are there for you. I've gone to people's house on this platform online. I've gone to their house to pray. Yes. Online, online, people who are online here have gone to their house personally to pray. I've attended weddings. I've attended uh, naming ceremonies. I've attended, name it. So it's not a big deal for me. It's not a big deal for me. But the Bible said that he that wants to make friends must show himself friendly. There are people when they hear that, oh, you went to pray for somebody, they will say, me too, nobody cares. And these are people who don't care about anybody. If we come and say, okay, somebody is getting married, let's um, contribute money and support the person. You realize that a lot of persons we ignore. If we say, yeah, um, somebody um, just did this, we want to support, we do that once in a while, particularly marriage. Marriage, yeah, somebody getting married, Charlie, me who support you by so if you are getting married and I, I, I always tell them they must check your record they have their record intact those who have gotten married did you support them if it's a no don't expect support from us if at all you get support who we'll calculate all the ones you skipped how many people have gotten married who we'll deduct all the money and the next one if you don't do come and collect your husband I'm just joking all right. So Jesus laid his hands on the man's eyes again, and the man began to see. Okay, that's fine. That's just on a lighter note. I'm joking, you know, for somebody now say there's one person that collect people's husband after marriage because of this thing. Okay. Now let's 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 cut to the chase. Verse 20, verse 26. And he sent him away to his house. Now look at this now. Look at this. Verse 26 now, 26. And he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town, nor tell it to any in the town. Now look at this. A man, a man is blind in his own city. 
That's where he lived. That's where the family is. That is where his job is, the wife is, the money is, and all that things. And Jesus came, took the man out of the town. They brought the man. Maybe it was even the family who brought him. Say, I wanted to pray for our son. Open his eyes. I wanted to pray for my husband. Open his eyes. I wanted to pray for uh, whosoever. Open. He carried the man out of the town. That's not all. Prayed for the man twice. The man began to see. He gave him a sound warning. Don't go back to that village. Don't go back to that village. Many of us, our problem is not changing because after prayer, you go back to where your problem is coming from. Many of us, our story is not changing because after prayer, you go back to where your problem is. The people who are fighting you, they are the ones you still, you still went to tell them that you came for prayer. The people who are the ones tying you, they are the ones, in fact, before you came to church, you told them that you are going to church. The people who have their hand in your barrenness, who have their hand in the problem in your marriage, they are the ones you are telling, oh, I just met a man of God, though. He just told me that my problem is with my family. Oh, I don't know who it is, so I don't know. And the person you are telling is the one behind it. And he says, ah, somebody's about to catch us close. Somebody's coming close. And suddenly, they now will draw you from coming online. They withdraw from connecting to that man of God. They make you become disobedient or they blind your eyes from receiving. Now, the story we just read showed that there was something in that location. There was something in that family. There was something in that village that made the man blind. The man's blindness was not natural. The mass blindness was not natural. There was a power in the village. There was a power. How does Jesus say to a man, I took you out of your village. You left your clothes. You left your house. You left your wife. You left your children. He said, don't go back again. Don't tell anybody. So, ah, yeah. that means there are prophecies you receive. Eh? Once you tell somebody, it will no more come to pass. Because there are people who fight prophecies. There are places you go to, you must not tell anybody. Many of us would have been enjoying marriage now if you, you did not invite some people to your marriage. Many of us would have been pregnant now if you did not collect some, collect some gifts at your marriage. Many of us, by now, by now, by now, you would have given birth if you did not tell a particular person that you are pregnant. I remember... I've shared this story severally. A lady joined this platform from Nigeria. Somebody added her. Said she'd had a miscarriage, I think, about three or four times. And after that time, she wasn't getting pregnant again. And we began to pray. We prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. She got pregnant months later. I wasn't satisfied because I wanted the answer to come to the end. So I got into prayer and began to ask God, what is wrong with this lady? Why did she, have she lost three to four pregnancies? Because if we don't find the roots, we will not be able to defend the fruits. If we don't find the root and deal with it, we will not be able to defend the fruit. So I began to ask God. God said, tell her to stop eating the food. 
tell her to stop eating the food. I saw a lot of food stuff in bags being brought. I saw God say specifically the red oil. So I called her and said, Madam, how are you doing? I said, she's fine. I said, um, while I was praying for you last night, I saw somebody bring you food stuffs. And you were like, oh, man of God, you can see. You are a prophet. You can see. You can see. I said, specifically, I saw a red oil. I said, oh, now I know. Now, no, you can't, you are too accurate. I said, hold on. Stop eating that food. She became sad. She said, Pastor, my elder sister brings me food stuff every month because things are not well with me and my husband. He said, the red oil is very nice. I said, stop. He said, Pastor, so how will I survive? Me and my husband, I said, stop, don't worry. God will help you. She said, okay. She ended the call. She called back. And Pastor, she just brought the, the one she just brought. So can I finish this one first? I said, Mana, don't eat anything. Stop. Usually, she gets pregnant about two, three months. She, I don't know, two, three months or so. She will get miscarriage and lose the baby. This time, by prayer, we have already exceeded the month that she loses each pregnancies. All right? Before God now showed me this vision. Do you know what? She didn't stop. She continued. Few weeks later, I think three weeks or so after I told her, she had miscarriage again and she lost the baby. And she got offended and didn't come online again. She tried to reach out to me. I didn't mind that. She stopped coming online. Am I the one at loss? No. Is it me that I have not given birth? No. Is it me that is suffering? No. I told you what I know that is right. I told you what should work for you. But no, you are more after food than your own solution. There are most of us here, your problem is from your family members. There are most of us here, your problem is from those you are living with in the same house. Some of you here, your problem is in the house you are living in. Some of you here, your problem is in the village. Listen, this is not superstition. Alright? We just read from the Bible, Jesus is warning the man, don't go back to your village. Some of you now, since January, you have been praying, every power of my village, die, power of my village. This is December, this is December, you are planning to go to the same village. This is Christmas, you are gathering all your money now, you are going to the same village you have been binding since January, to go and do what? I know that you are completely free, small freedom, you just go small, small, you are going back, they should tie you again. There are altars. This is why many persons are not getting pregnant. Doctor will speak all the grammar, tell you everything. This is why many young ladies are not getting married. This is why many people are not getting visas. This is why many are not getting jobs. This is why many are not getting promoted. This is why many people, they are doing well. The moment they got married, problem will start. Because there's an altar in the family. Listen, listen now. Before you begin to blame people for what you go through, Take your time, read through your family, and read through the family of the person you are married to. If your parents divorced, please don't sit down and be joking. Pray, because there is something called your father's demon and your mother's demon. They will come for you. Your father's demon and your mother's demon, they will come for you. What are they coming to do? To make you repeat what your father and your mother suffered. If your mother struggled with childbirth, what fought your mother? We come for you. If your father was poor, I don't care how much you have now. If you don't, if you don't fight it, eh, you might grow old and become poor. 
If in your family there is a trace of cancer, there's a trace of fibroid, there's a trace of a leukemia, there's a trace of high blood pressure, you don't deal with that spirit now. You're going to wake up one day, realize from nowhere you've been diagnosed of the same disease. So you will start looking and start blaming a stack. Let me repeat, if your family, there is a record of divorce, there's a record of people don't get married, there's a record of giving birth out of wedlock, Charlie, forget this joy you are having now. Start keep praying. Forget these things you are. I'm not saying that um, God is not powerful, but listen, if you must deal with pattern, eh, you've got to be careful. That's why I tell the young ladies and the young guys, when you are asking somebody out or somebody is asking you out, the first thing is not, oh, you look fine, you look tall, I like your face, I like your lips. Do they eat lips? I like your, your flat chest, I like your, your six-pack, I like your flat stomach, I like your, your, your chest. What are you saying? The first thing you should be asking, what is wrong in your family? Do people get married? Do they stay married in your family? Do they give birth after marriage? Do they prosper after marriage? Has anybody built a house? Do they die? What age do they die? How do they die? There are families, everybody dies at 50. They must die sick. There are families, everybody is fine. Once you get married, you become poor. There are families, everybody, check and check your sister. Check, your, check everybody. Once they get married, they become poor. There are some, they will not be sick until they get married. Some will not be sick until they become rich. Check out for that pattern and begin to deal with it. And one of the ways to deal with patterns, number one, is to be careful. Yes, you can't be carefree. You know what is running in your family. You can't be carefree and expect to win. You must be careful. Your family, people don't get married. People don't enjoy marriage. People divorce. People separate. And now you are married anyhow. You are not asking questions. You are not looking for somebody who can fight. All you are looking for is color. Everybody in your family, when they get married, they are poor. They get married, they are poor. You should know now that there's a spirit behind it. So what do you do? You begin to pray. And when you are getting married, you look for somebody whose family does not go through the same thing. Number one. Number two, you look for somebody who is ready to fight. Somebody who can pray. Somebody who can sacrifice. Somebody who can fast. Some, how do you how do you go through problem? How do you go through problem? You are married to a man that cannot tell you, honey, come, let's pray. You are married to a woman that can't tell you, um, babe, I just had a dream last night that this and that and that and that happened, so let's pray. That's the kind of person you are married to. As of you now, you are currently in the relationship with that kind of person, a believer with the kind of battles in your family, and you are going ahead. Oh, my God. Oh my God. See people dating, they are talking nonsense. I like the way you walk. I like the way you talk. When demons attack you, the way you walk cannot change it. Can you have a wife that when you are not home, demons come to attack your children, your wife can wake up and say, devil, you go nowhere. I stop you. Can you marry a husband that if the enemies come for you, your husband can hold you and say, in the name of Jesus, I rescue you now. No. No. You are looking for a fine guy with, with car. I'm looking for a fine guy with car. Something something happened to me just um 
few hours ago, I woke up midnight and prayed a bit and went back to bed. Suddenly, I realized for the first time, I've never had such dream. I realized I was in my, my father's compound. And while I was there, hard growth, group of people, and this dream is beyond me, all right, that's why I'm sharing it. I saw part of my admins, I saw other people and all of that, my siblings, and a whole lot of people who I didn't know. So it was like, I brought, we just came to have a family and get together. And I know that there are many people's freedom. That's why I'm sharing this now as we get into prayer. Many people's freedom is connected to this thing. And while we're just there trying to map out what to do, how to do the celebration and all of that, suddenly a little girl, short girl, very short, whether I was even a dwarf or baby, I don't even know, running with some black strap from her chest down and said, somebody is coming, mentioned the man's name, the man is coming. The moment he mentioned, everybody began to shiver. Everybody began to shiver. Everybody began to shiver. If I could say Jack, I saw a man, huge, dark, nice-looking old man, between his 50s and his 60s, walked in with a large group of boys, a large number of boys, tying red and tying black from their chest downward. What's going on? He said it's time. Everybody was like, hey, it's time. What's going on? He said they are coming to do the usual family initiation. I'm like, initiation? As what? For what? With what? And everybody's supposed to serve something. Everybody's supposed to be submitting to a particular deity. So they have to come and uh, mark you early and ordain you so that you can follow that spirit and all of that. I said, me. I kept quiet. He said, okay, all the young men, they came for the young men. The women can go outside. So all the young men should come this way. And before you know, it was just like a force. All the young men, zoom, were all in one place. So everybody laid down. Ah, and I could see my parents were like, lay down now, because these people, if you don't do what they ask you, there will be trouble. I said, okay, because you people said, fine. And I laid down, and suddenly they made some concussions and began to sprinkle the thing, began to mark people, began to go, began to mark people, and go and go and go. And they continued. I was like, I'm not comfortable with this thing. You're in black and you're coming to come and, no, now, you can't mark me. I was about to get down. It was like in the cloud, a story building. I was about to get up from the other step, which was not even so good. And I saw one of them coming, about to shout. I said, don't worry. I, get, I got back up and I stayed there. So when he was finished, he was done with literally everybody. I was very far from him. And he came. He said, come. I said, no, you come. And the man began to walk towards me. When he walked towards me, he took the thing, about to hold me. He began to shout and fell down. He began to shout and fell down. And... He said, no, who brought this man here? He's not part of it, though. He's not part of it, though. This one is not part. He's anointed. This one is anointed. He's, I was confused. How does this demonic man know what they call anointing? This one is anointed, though. You are a pastor. You are a pastor. You should not, no, no, we can't ordain you for this thing. You are a pastor. God has already ordained you. You are a pastor. Your own ordination is different. It's done already. We can't, we can't change it. We can't stop it. We can't, hey, we can't. He was shouting. And I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to walk out from here. All right? So you quietly get down and go. Okay? And he said, you are not, if you, if you say it, you will die. If you open your mouth and say, I'm anointed, I'm a pastor, that alone, you will die. He kept quiet. He had his mouth. And all the people were shocked. Like, ah, 
This man, everybody was huge, tall, dark man. Everybody was dreading. It's not the one begging. It's not the one begging. And he was about to repeat, hey, you are another. I said, you are saying it again. I said, if you repeat it one more, don't even call my name. Don't mention my name. Don't talk about pastor. Don't even say anything that concerns me. If you repeat it again, you are dead. He was about to say it again. And I remembered what I said. And he held his mouth. And I came down and I walked away. When I woke up, it dawned on me. I have escaped whatever that trapped men in my family. God is only showing me to remind me. And not just me. I saw admins. I saw some people on the platform. Everyone connected to this meeting this morning. I speak to you right where you are. In the name of Jesus, what trapped people in your family? You have escaped. What trapped people in your family? You have escaped. What make people not to be able to get married in your family? You have escaped. Powers in your family, forces in your family, altars in your family, because you are connected to this platform that makes people poor. What make people not to get married? What make them not to succeed? I decree you have escaped. I decree you have escaped. I decree you have escaped. That thing that makes people, my God, make up a that make people anytime they rise, they will fall. Anytime they rise, people prosper in your family, suddenly they will become poor, that they can't even feed themselves anymore. I curse that altar. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 I decree and I declare. In the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare. In the name of Jesus. You will not bow to shame. You will not bow to shame. Your father's house will not swallow you up. Your mother's house will not swallow you up. Because you are connected. I extend this grace to cover you. From today, when they summon you from your mother's family, when they summon you from your father's family, thunder we blast, fire we answer. Thunder we blast, fire we answer. My angels will respond. My angels will respond. In the name of Jesus, you will not end up like your father. You shall become a thousand times better. You will not end up like your mother. You shall become a thousand times better. In the mighty name of Jesus. Listen, these things are not just dreams. Alright? They are not just dreams. They are not just visions. God, they are events. There are some of you listening to me. You had a dream seeing yourself in prison, see yourself in cage, see yourself tied, see yourself being chased. It's not a dream. Mom. No, 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 no. It's not a dream. It is not a dream. God is showing you what is happening to you in the spirit, why you are suffering. Why you are suffering. That's what they are showing you. Some of you keep seeing yourself in the village. They are showing you where the battle is coming from. So you wake up, oh, it's just a dream. By the blood of Jesus, oh, I'm free. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. There are powers. There are forces. That are trying to pull you backward. But in the name of Jesus, anyone that they have trapped before now, anyone that they trapped before now, I declare you loose. I enter your father's compound. 
I enter your mother's company. My name is Pastor Nobert Freeman. By the anointing of God over my life, I crush the altars. I crush the idols. I crush the altars. I crush the idols. I cut down the evil tree in your family, the evil tree in your village that has held the glory of men and women. I cut down the evil tree. Anyone who have gone anywhere or they are still going anywhere to release evil into your life, to release evil into your marriage, to release evil into your family, it will backfire 10 times. It will backfire 10 times. Your spirit, your body, your soul will not agree. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There are ancestral altars. There are family altars. Many of us, our life was good until we got married. Because you married into a family where the altar there has not been dealt with. You got married to a woman who the enemy, the family altar have said that nobody in this family should become rich. So now the altar have marked you that you are coming to make that woman rich. So that you begin, they begin to attack you. Some of you are married, you are doing fine. You married the man in the family. Nobody can be rich. So the altar sees that you are doing well financially. He said, this woman is coming to make this man rich. So they attack you very fast. You begin to have problem in your finance, in your health, in your business because, just because of the marriage. I always say this, if you are single, if everything I'm teaching you is not enough for you to make the right choice to escape suffering, sorry for you. A young man who I went to see, visit yesterday in, in Accra with the wife. He said he's suffering Things are hard. While I got there, I saw why he's suffering. There could be other reasons. And I was saying this, this is because of you were laughing. But I'm damn serious. Those of you young men who are looking for little girls to get married to, who don't know life, they can't run businesses. They don't know life. They are doing nothing. One that is just learning, learning one job somewhere, cannot stand on her own, can't survive financially, cannot feed herself. You too, you are not doing very well. The job you are doing cannot be sustained. You carry one small girl who doesn't know life, can't manage money, can't manage life, and you carry her, add your life to her. She can't pray, nothing. Both of you will suffer. It's not a curse. It is reality. Your choice is already telling you what your future will look like. So when I saw the small girl, I knew why. I knew why he said he's suffering. Because what the Bible said, it said that we make you a help meet. That is the, one of the, the first promise of the Bible for marriage. It is not good for a man to be alone. I will make you a help meet. So the first thing is for help. The second thing is for companionship. So if you are married, you are not helping your wife. You are not helping your husband. That's not marriage. That is trap. That's not marriage. They're looking for a girl that is 16 years old at the age of 30. They're looking for a 16 years old girl, 18 year old girl. You see, when I get old, the girl will be younger and be taking care of me. Why don't you just grow old and hire a nanny? Huh? Why don't you go old, hire a nanny, hire a house help to do? Are you looking for a slave? I'm not saying the choice is not right, too. It's a good one, it's a very good one. But Charlie. There are other choices you can make. There are other things that are more that you have to prioritize more than that. Your destiny, your future, your current status, 
you realize that the rich people don't care about age so much. What they do, they marry upward. The rich don't marry downward. They marry upward or they marry at their level. No rich man marries a poor man's child, except they are not really rich. They are just managed rich. Not rich, 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 rich. Okay, let Anakofado's son come to, uh, what is it called? Go to Dabala. Go to, uh, what is it called? Uh, one village somewhere in Kwewu and say, oh, uh, the, the one car was passing, the royal prince was passing, and I saw one girl, and I stopped their entourage, the girl was selling orange, and I stopped the girl, the girl ran away, they went to look for the girl, the Nanakufado said no, the son said no, I must marry the girl, the Nakari married the girl. That is Ghana and Nigeria movie. It's not real life. It's not real life. So, you must fight for you. They marry up because they don't want to come down. There is something about poor people that if their sister or brother manage to get married to a rich person, everybody will stop working. It's come very normal, very normal. The rich people, eh? they don't care about your own. Everybody wants to do their thing. But see, poor people, if one person managed to succeed in the family or one person managed to marry a rich person, Literally everybody in the family will retire from working. You see them becoming lazy because why can't you tell your husband to help us? Why can't you tell your wife to help us? Your wife has money. Your husband has money. I want my siblings. My sister was blessed enough to get, get married to somebody who was doing well. I want my siblings. I said, I don't want to catch any of you asking that guy for money. You are my brother. He's not your brother. If my parents did anything, I, I told them again and again, nobody should call him. Call me. I'm your son. He's not your son. If he chooses to be your son and he do anything from his heart, glory to God. But it is me that you give birth to. If I can't take care of you, that I'm the one that is not doing well. So many of you now, your, your sister, your sister is suffering in marriage. Do you know why? All of your family has placed the burden on one young man that he got married to. Many of you, your brother is suffering in marriage because all of your family has... So the guy is tired now mistreating your family member that was got married. Focus on your life. Stop that nonsense. They came to marry. They didn't come to die. What they came for is marry, marry. And they have taken the person they married. So how come since then? School fee you will call. House rent you will call. Water bill you will call. Hospital bill you will call. Am I saying... If you get married to your family, don't support. Do. All right? Please do. Support them. But listen, it shouldn't be a burden. It shouldn't be compulsory. It shouldn't be a force. You don't give to us. Oh, he's a bad man. Tell your husband that your little sister, your younger brother have to go abroad. You tell your husband, what kind of stupid nonsense is that one? Lean on me is not press me down you. Please. We can make life easy. We can make life different. So, from the scripture we just read, we could see that even Jesus acknowledged the fact that there are locations you will stay in. Your life is doomed. Jesus acknowledged the fact that there are families you come from. Your life is doomed. Jesus acknowledged the first time that there are villages you come from. You are in trouble and he warned the man. He said, don't go back there. Don't go back there. I want us to pray in the next few minutes. I want us to pray. Our life can change. Listen, I said earlier, one of the ways to escape this thing, number one is being careful. All right? 
Number one is being careful. Number two is making your choices and your decision by the Spirit. God will never lead you wrong. Don't just choose a visa or choose a country to go to because everybody is going there. Ask God. Don't just marry anybody because the person is this and that and that. Ask God. Don't just move into a house because of whatever. Ask God. Ask God. Ask God. Ask God. It's not difficult. Stand up and pray. My father, what do you want me to do about marriage? Ask God questions. Uh, Pastor, I've been asking God. I didn't hear anything. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there until you hear something. Stay there. If you are going to any prophet, it should be for confirmation. Not that there is no sign. You can't hear anything. You got nothing. Stay there, my friend. If it takes you one year, stay there. Listen, it is better for you to take five years to ask God, who should I marry? Than for you to get married and start asking God, is this what I was supposed to get married to? How did I end up here? Let me repeat what I said. It is better for you to take five years and be asking God, who should I marry? Than for you to get married and you are asking, what is this? What is this? Is this how marriage is? What is this? And I put it to you. One of the hardest prayers eh, to get answer from is marital problems. Because most of the problems are not always spiritual. Even the ones that are spiritual leveraged on your ignorance and your weaknesses and pushed you in there. For example, your family, people don't get married early. All right? Suddenly, the devil will now push in a man that is very stupid your way. Knowing that this man will begin to misbehave one year later, two years later. Sometimes the signs are there, we ignore. Sometimes the men will be so good to hide it, you'll enter. After you enter, two years or one year later, the guy begins to misbehave. So right now, everything is pointing to divorce. The same thing in the family is what is coming back. But because you didn't take your time to fellowship with God, you didn't take your time to ask God, God would have shown you. I remember my sister was to get married and she said there are two men who were very interested in her. And these two men were doing well financially. One was in India, one was in Nigeria. She, I, I said, send me the names. She sent me the names. I think the photos also. I can't remember. And I began to pray. And I was praying, praying, praying. One day I was praying. Suddenly, I saw one of these men had come to the house with a nice car. Everybody was excited. I was just watching the whole thing. Came and asked her to get into the car. Got into the car. Drove off. My sister couldn't say goodbye to my mom. Goodbye to my dad. Nobody. Drove off and phew, went off. We started looking for her. Started looking for her, pursuing the guy. The guy refused to stop. The guy was driving furiously. It dawned on me, if this guy marries my sister, we've lost her. If this guy marries my sister, we've lost her. And I told her, let it, let it go. And that one was richer. So if you look at the physique, I think as of then, I've, I've heard some statement from, I don't know whether my younger brother or who. She don't worry. Once he marries, once he marry your sister, I will carry uh, this one to abroad. I will carry this one. I will do this. Most of you, that is the thing you will dwell on, not knowing there is something more spiritual. Pray about everything. Even if you can afford it, pray about everything. Pray. Ask God again. 
ask him again. After he tell you, confirm again. Ask again. Many of you are in trouble because you never took your time to ask God deep questions. You didn't take your time. Why did you start to go and build house in the village? Right now, your finance is being drained. And you are praying that there's a power fighting your finance. Why did you Why did you go and go for that party and sprinkle all your money? Why? Why did you go and carry that house help from the village? You left all the city. It was village you went to carry house help. Why, did, why do you do the things you do the way you do? A power is driving you and you are not aware because you don't pray. After we have entered the problem, then we are now looking for a man of God to put on that pressure, looking for plenty prayer platform. It's like this one is slow. Let's make it 10 so that it will be faster. You pray here two minutes, you are here, you are here. So you are not even committed anywhere. Nobody can instruct you. Nobody can counsel you. Nobody can direct you. No. So you are just here, here, here with all the prayer. Ga, 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 ga. So after everything is not working, then you get discouraged. No, man. It wouldn't have been there if you have learned how to pray early. But now, sit yourself somewhere. Choose anywhere. Sit down. Let somebody instruct you. Let somebody counsel you. Let somebody counsel you. Let your choices be spirit-based. Number three, attack the evil altars. Attack the evil altars. Don't sit down. Don't be quiet. Attack the evil altars. Always attack the evil altars. Don't sit down. Don't spray one year and say, I'm, I can tell you, for the past 10 years, I'm not sure there's a month that has passed. I have not dealt with evil altars. For the past 10 years, I, I can't tell you there's a month that has passed that I have not dealt with evil altars. For many of you, you also wake up one day, oh, Father, evil author die in Jesus' name, and you go to rest. So I'm not surprised getting, seeing the kind of vision I had this morning. You say, you're not a monk. You're others, others. I saw people extended family causes, and blah, they were being marked. Say, this one is not a monk. This one is not a monk. You are you already ordained. You are, you are a pastor. You, are, you can't be here. You can't. Who brought him here? How did he come here? You are, you are a pastor. The man was shot. The same man everybody was afraid of was not the one on the floor. You are a pastor. You can't be here. You are ordained. You are a pastor. You cannot be here. You, you are ordained. You carry anointed. You can't be here. You can't be here. Number four, be on fire for Jesus. Don't just attack altars and go and sleep. Be on fire for Jesus. Because every altar you attack, there must be a reprisal attack. Every altar you confront must come back to you. Every altar you attack will come back. Go read the book of Judges. When Gideon, Judges chapter 6 verse 13, Gideon was asking God, why are we suffering? Despite we are great, despite it, God said the altar. God said, the altar, the altar of your father. And Gideon went there in the night. After he pulled down the altar, the next morning, some men came. They said, who removed the altar? They said, they said bring the person. We are going to kill him. So every time you pray prayer against evil altars, some spirit will come to look for you. Some demons will come. Be on fire. Be on fire. Be on fire. And you don't be on fire two minutes prayer, one minute prayer. You just connect to one prayer platform and you're there chatting and watching TV gisting. Rabba, rabba, rabba. Yama, 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 yama. Rabba, rabba, rabba. Uroboro, borobo. Amen. Then you close. Share. That fire will not last too. That fire. Demon will quench it with the breeze of their mouth. They will pour water on that fire. My friend, get into fasting. Get into prayer. Pray for hours. Those that came to camp, they didn't know. Some, some cried, they got, they got bored. 
We pray for some sessions. It was straight seven hours, eight hours straight. And you you're just there with 30 minutes, one hour, and you are happy. And you expect to conquer what is fighting you. You are a joker. You are a joker. Wake up. Wake up. Don't, don't, don't look for fire because of problem. Be on fire for yourself first. Problems will definitely come. So that when they come, they can't do you anything. Number five, learn to raise your own altars. Learn to raise your own altars. Become a covenant principled child of God. Become a covenant principled child of God. Be a tighter. Be a sacrificial giver. Give offerings. Sow seed. Help the poor. Don't be stingy. You can't be, others can't be chasing you. There are, listen, there are areas, eh? There are areas of altars you can't raise with only prayer. Blood must flow. As a matter of fact, every altar, every altar is powered by blood. Every altar, whether godly altar, demonic altar, that is why in church we go to drop offering and sacrifice on the altar. Every altar is powered by blood. Every altar is powered by blood. As long as your sacrifice is not coming to the altar regularly, that altar cannot speak for you. It is simple. Let anybody deceive you or deceive yourself. You're on your own. So you realize there are certain things you or your family will be fighting. You will pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. The thing will not respond. You will fight and fight and fight and fight. Prophecies will... Listen, altars will rubbish your prophecy. I'm not telling you to be scared. I'm telling you reality. Altars, eh? They will rubbish your prophecy. They will hinder your prophecy. They will divert your prophecy. Altars and ancestral power will make the word of God look like it's foolish in your life. Psalm 37, 25. I have been young. Now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed beg for bread. Is it really true? Yes. But are there people who really serve God, who are suffering? Yes. Are there people who their parents serve God and they are frustrated, they are begging? Yes. Why? They thought that it was just going straight, just serving God, going to church, joining department, without doing other things. That was the problem. That was the problem. Sacrifice, they didn't learn. Tithing, they didn't learn because they felt the money was not even enough in the first place. So how do, there is no altar that is powerful without sacrifice. No altar. Show me any altar that lack blood. I will show you the weakest altar in the world. Show me any altar that lack blood. I will show you the weakest altar in the world. I'll show you the weakest altar. Hebrews 11, 16. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So how come some are seeking God and they are not getting reward? Because they are not doing principles. Psalm 50, verse 5. He said, gather my servant together to me who have made a covenant by sacrifice. So there is a gathering. There is a meeting. Where, go and read the book of Judges 6. When God asked Gideon to pull down the evil altar, it was a clear instruction. He said, before you pull down the evil altar, look for a goat, a sheep rather, of seven years old. Those of you that have ever reared goats, you know how a goat of seven years old will look like. All right? Goat that you train for seven years. You know what it will look like. He said, look for a sheep of seven years old. Kill it on that altar. First of all, to destroy you. 
after you are done destroying it, you want to raise another altar, kill another sheep of seven. This is God instructing. Go read the Judges 6, read from verse 25 down. Before you break the altar, it's a sacrifice must go. Before you make a new one, sacrifice. Because whoever that made the evil altar, let me shock you, that some evil altar crying in your family was even made with human blood. Some was made with the blood of a newborn baby. Some with the blood of a pregnant woman, a pregnant woman, a man. Some with the blood of a first son. Some with the blood of a, a, a only daughter. And you expect to break that altar with just your mad fire, oh, fire, oh, fire, oh, die. No, 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 no. You must be a mad kingdom principled person. You come from a family background where people are poor and you are joking with your tithe. I don't know how you will escape. I don't know how you will escape. I, I don't know. If I know, I would have told you. You are joking with your tithe. You are joking with smart work. You know, some feel uh, you will prosper. Amen. If your amen is louder, you take their blessing. Listen, that's loud amen is to motivate them. The man of God is to motivate himself. Me, I'm, I'm a pastor, I'm telling you. Is to motivate himself and to make you get connected. That amen is not what makes you prosper. There be, it is the principles you follow. If amen is what makes people billionaire, then Elon Musk would have been in church. In fact, he would have been a Christian. Elon Musk is the richest man. He would have been a Christian shouting amen. It's not the amen, no. It is the principles. So you hear teachings, you hear preachings, you hear prayer, you hear prophets shout amen. All right, it's time to give. You hide your tail. It's time to go to evangelism. You hide your head. It's time for us um, to support widows. You hide your head. It's time for us, um, the, the church, who want to change the roof. You're hiding your head. And we want to do some outreach. We need support. You are hiding your head. Forget, forget it. That is the end. It is at that point, that is where people are separated from others. It's at that point. And some of us get to some point, we give and we feel we've given enough. Yeah. Ah, this year there, I just gave one plot of land. I just gave two plots. Ah, let me rest till next year. Um, I just, she, my friend, let's pray. Let's pray. I think I've dealt with this issue enough. Let's pray. All I'm saying, our life can be different in that family. You can be different in that family. You can be the first to get married legally in that family. You can be the first to give birth in that family. You can be the first not to have a miscarriage in that family. You can be the first to build a house in that family. You can be the first. You can be the first to get a visa, enter abroad. You are not hiding and entering. You are entering with entourage in that family. You can be the first to enter abroad, not to go and sweat. You are entering there not to survive. You are entering there to take charge. You are entering there to change. In fact, you entered abroad to go and buy a house, not to go there and look for um, $5 per hour to survive. You are entering there to go and buy a house. You are entering there to go and just live your life and do whatever you want to do. But no, we, we choose to make it the other way where it is more difficult. Where it is more difficult. Listen, if you think what I'm lying, what I'm saying is, is, is a lie, leave it. Let somebody speak it up for the next five years. You ignore every of these principles for the next five years. Let us meet five years later and let's see whether there's a change or not. And let's see whether there's a change or, or not. Now, one thing principles does for you 
when you begin to operate in principles and enter into covenant, what happens is that you will become a mobile author. Mm, this one is a realm. It's a realm. You become a mobile author. You don't need one, um, what is it called? Table author again or church author where this. You become a moving author. I'm there already. It's not, it's not a prayer point. I know. I'm there. I'm a mobile author. I'm a mobile author. Anywhere I sit and make, and make a statement, it becomes a law. You become a, mob, you become a moving author. You speak from anywhere and things begin to break. May God, may God make you a mobile author. I wish it's a prayer though, but it's my wish for you. But I wish it's a prayer. It is not a prayer. It happens, that realm only happens by covenant. That realm, Abraham, I have blessed you, and whoever that bless you shall be blessed. Anybody that curse you from today shall be cursed. Abraham became a mobile author. That Abraham entered a place one day. Listen, oh, let, let's pray. Abraham entered a country one day, and the king loved Abraham's wife. Didn't know it was the wife. Took Abraham's wife. All the men in the house became impotent. Even their goat. Go read it. They are good, they are dog, they are chicken. All the men, the house boy, the, everybody became impotent. And God said to the man, He said, Abraham, my servant, is a prophet. Is a prophet. Go, let him pray for you, and everybody will be well. Because of one man, every a mobile author. A mobile author. And that is listen, you see why we miss out in the anointing. That same one man that entered the place, everybody became important. God said, let my servant pray for you. It was the same Abraham that Lot started fighting. His own cousin, familiarity. Lot began to fight him. God said, let him go. Check out what happened to Lot at the end. Check what happened to Lot at the end. He lost everything, lost the wife. When he got to his own turn, he became drunk. His daughters, his children come, came and they... Uh, uh, the two daughters came to sleep with him. The two daughters came. So let's make our father drunk and let's have intercourse. They have had intercourse with their own father and they gave birth to a curse because he disconnected from the anointed. We are asking God right now, Father, today, place a mark of fire on my life. Lord, Place a mark of fire. Galatians 6, 17. Let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the mark of the Lord Jesus. I just saw somebody right now under the sound of my voice. There is this serpentine altar in your family. There is this serpentine altar in your family. I see that altar is going to break as we begin to pray. One of the signs is that while we begin to pray, you're going to start feeling a movement in your body because in the realms of the spirit, anywhere you enter, a snake follows you. Anywhere you enter, a snake follows you. That altar is going to break out of your life. Every kind of altar in your family, as we begin to pray, it will break out of your life. Say, Father, as I begin to pray, put a mark of fire on my life. Say, Father, as we begin to pray, put a mark of fire on my life. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer now. Lord, put a mark of fire. Lord, put a mark of fire. I receive a mark of fire. 
Madego Baligasha, Ereke Sulaba, Olegrodosos, Valarata, Eke de Balato, Zegetu Berete, Evataka, Ozigetebeche, Orakade, Bereketuya, Ozilegete, Rokosoto, Elegadega, Ragatagada, O God, my Father, put a mark of fire on my life. Put a mark of fire on my life. Put a mark of fire on my life. Put a mark of fire. Rata baliga zolo koto bolota irekete legete orakate de prekete zugeti bara uzekete balata ekele bagato zokolo prokosis ilegete velegos arikete belendos ikalege zolige legete sha. Oh God, my Father, put a mark of fire on my life, on my family on my children put a mark of fire on my wife put a mark of fire on my business put your mark of fire oh god kadibo logodosha this morning i receive a mark of fire this morning i receive a mark of fire this morning i receive a mark of fire legete barakata zokoto bolokoto rekata kata 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 rekata kata 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 rekata kata Barakatola, 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 Ayalesi, Ikatapa, 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 I receive a mark of fire, I receive a mark of fire, I receive a mark of fire, I am untouchable by my father's house, I am untouchable by my mother's house, I am untouchable from the kingdom of darkness, they can't touch me. Maligodo Bayaga, Elegede Parada, Ozakapa, Lekebelege. Oh God, put a mark of fire upon my life. Put a mark of fire upon my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We're taking the next prayer. What is the prayer? Powers chasing me to capture me. Catch fire and fall now. Every power chasing me to capture me. Catch fire and fall now. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, every power chasing me to capture me, catch fire, fall now. Catch fire, fall now. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer. Lift your voice in prayer. Every power chasing me to capture me, catch fire and fall now. Catch fire and fall now. Catch fire and fall. Somebody pray. I see evil dreams. Ancestral dreams are being broken now. The demonic dream that have been following you for months, for years, from your father's house, your mother's house, it is breaking now. That dream is breaking now. That dream is ending now. It will not repeat again after now. Every power chasing me, every power chasing me from my father's house, from my mother's house to capture me. Let it die now. 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 Malige de barada, olige de perege tu yagata kabalate. Every power chasing my daughter, every power chasing my wife, every power chasing my 
brothers, chasing my sister, chasing my nieces, chasing my nephews. Catch fire and fall now. Catch fire and fall now. You ancient order. You ancient order. You ancestral order. Chasing my family. Chasing me. Catch fire and fall. Catch fire and fall. Catch fire and fall. Catch fire and fall. Yabagade. Rakotoba. Rukesigade. Morokotoba. Aligedeke. Uragatata. Kaligedede. Iregedede. Prukedede. 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 Rakatata. Rakatata. Zakapale. 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 Ekedebaka. 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 Ekedekapa. Ekedekapa. Katakutaka. Ketigedede. Pereketuya. Akatekede. Brukadekede. Ola kataka. Katekedede. Ketekedede. 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 Brakate galagata. Zikatekedekata. 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 Reketo tokoto. Ilakata katata. Ilakata takata. Ilakata takata. Ilakata takata. Ilakata takata. Ikapaka takata. Oza kapale. Leketekete. 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 Brokototo katata. Brokototo katata. Brokototo katata. Prokotoko dakata, prokotoko dakata, prokotoko dakata, prokotoko dakata, prokotoko dakata, prokotoko dakata, prokotoko dakata. Zapale kadasha. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy now that the Lord is going to place a mark of fire on you. The Lord is placing a mark of fire on you. The Lord is placing a mark of fire on you. The Lord is placing a mark of fire on you. I decree and I declare, anyone chasing you, anyone chasing your family, anyone pursuing your finance, pursuing your child, pursuing your marriage, this your current relationship, anybody pursuing it to catch it, that you will not get married, they catch fire and they fall now. 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 There is somebody listening to me. I see you entering, um, what is it called? The parliament house. I see you entering the parliament. And I was asking what you were doing there. You said you were coming there to come and visit someone. Somebody had told you, say, pray for me. If I enter this place, I will make sure I help you. Somebody that connect to you, I see the parliament has been prepared for that person. But a power is fighting to stop the person. I see that if this person is lifted, you will not remain where you are. Right now, that power is paralyzed now. I command that gate to be open. I command that gate to be open. Lift up your head, O ye gate. Lift up your head, O ye gate. Anyone here that the enemies have trapped your helpers, those who are supposed to help 
you and those who have made a promise to help you. Any power that have trapped them to trap you, that power is broken now. 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 In the name of Jesus, they will not catch you. Anyone they've already trapped, anyone they've caught, I declare you are free. I declare you are free. I declare your marriage is free. Your children are free. Your finance is free. Your job is free. Your health is free. In the name of Jesus. 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 There's a woman I, I called me yesterday. I can't remember who it was. There's a woman that called me yesterday that you said you used to work in a bank and you lost your job. I just heard for you now, get ready. A bank job is coming for you. I don't know if she's online, but I just heard for you now, get ready. A bank job is coming. Get ready. Get ready. 2024, you are getting back to the bank. Get ready. 2024, I just saw that the force has been broken. 2024, you are getting back to the banking sector. Your doors are open now. In the name of Jesus. Paralama Shadaba. We are praying. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus. As I begin to pray, every pattern of near success syndrome in my life break now. Every pattern of near success syndrome in my life break now. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer. Every pattern of near success syndrome break right now. Break right now. Break right now. Break right now. Every pattern of near success syndrome. Break right now. Yatakaba. Lake de Paligos. Eliga Legadaya. Ora Katata. Ora Katata. Ora Katata. Yambaka Tulegevish. Elibrocodosis. A filerenemonso. Elega. 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 Baracasola. 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 Ila Gedada. Every pattern of near success drama, any pattern, you always you always get close to a breakthrough, you always get close to marriage, you always get close to a visa, you always get to close to promotion right now. That pattern breaks, that pattern breaks. That pattern breaks, that pattern breaks, that pattern breaks, that pattern breaks. Lekadabalagada, Lekadabalagada, Lekadagabalada, Lekadagabalada, Rakasukete, Veleketura, Asigodo, Elekadapa, Otakapa, Lekrahash. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare that it is over now. I declare it is over now. I declare it is over now. I declare it is over now in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, every blessing that belongs to me and my siblings, every blessing that belongs to me and my family trapped in my father's house, trapped in my mother's house, be released now. Every blessing that belongs to me and my family that is trapped in my father's house, that is trapped in my mother's house, be released now. Be released now. Be released now. Pray that prayer two minutes. Be released now. Be released now. Be released now. Every blessing, every favor, every marriage, every promotion, every testimony, every car, every promotion, properties that belong to me and my family, 
belong to me and my husband, that belong to me and my wife, that belong to me and my children, that belong to me and my siblings, that belong to me and my parents, that is trapped in my father's house, be released now. Father, I pray for all my admins, every blessing, oh God, that belongs to them, that is trapped in their family house. My name is Pastor Norbert Freeman. I command that power to release it now. I command that power. Your father's house, they give up your blessing. Your mother's house, they give up your... You can't follow and be stranded. I command that power now in the name of Jesus. They say nobody has ever touched the blessing. They say nobody has ever received it. Nobody has ever been able to enter that realm because you are connected to me. I put you there now. I put you there now. I put you there now. I put you there. Father, I pray for all my partners. In the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus every blessing that belongs to them and their families that the enemies have trapped. Let it be released now. 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 Lord, I pray for everyone connected to this platform right now. Everyone online right now. One Thirteen of you online now. Every of your blessing that have been trapped, that have been buried, it is released now. It is released now. It is released now. Your father's house begin to vomit your blessing. Your mother's house begin to vomit your blessing. The family you marry into, they begin to vomit your blessing. Receive your visa. Receive your job. Receive your marriage. Receive your baby. Receive your promotion later. Receive your car. Receive your mansion. Receive your contract now. Receive your help us now. Receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, let there be a supernatural turnaround. Say, from this moment, let there be a supernatural turnaround in my marriage, in my finance, in my job, in my business, in my health, in the name of Jesus. Let there be a supernatural turnaround now in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and make that decree now. Let there be a supernatural turnaround in my marriage. Let there be a supernatural turnaround. Hey, Kabagosha. Somebody in the next three days, the Lord is about to shake your bank account. In the next three days, your bank account is about to shake in six figures. Your bank account is about to shake in six figures. Madegaba. There is somebody online listening to me now. You are connected to a name like Otabil. You are connected to a name, O-T-A-B-I-L. Huh? A name like that. I see God has prepared you for a turnaround this season. It will not get to 31st. Your life is changing forever. Mali Gabaya. Otege Legeba. Odama Lagia. Oragadada. Oragadagada. Oragadadada. Oragadadada. Oh God, let there be a supernatural turnaround in my finance. A supernatural turn around in my marriage a supernatural turn around in my business a supernatural turn around in my health a supernatural turn around in my job oh god in my office that difficult situation in my home that difficult situation let there be a supernatural turn around madebagaha o zakwakele makidash o libere sokoti mandegabahaya oh father we thank you Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. The last prayer. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I pray right now, I receive help. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I pray right now, I receive help. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer. I receive help right now. I receive help right now. I receive help right now from strange quarters, from strange places. I receive help right now. 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 Come on, go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. I receive help right now. Malaga balagadasha. Leke priketosh kali valaga. Leke berika davaladosha. Eleke de balagadavalagadesha. O kobeli krevedeskis. Eleke preketosha. Maka prekatosh keli preketosa balagadeshka. O talaban de legadish koparisas. Elegada. Molo koboligras. Alife regedos. Mante gebilas. O rakatebras. Eli foronosis, eli ganimon soyata, eli paraso, lekere supalate, ivata baligos, eleke rusa palate, ganimon sotovalis, ilagabaladash. Receive help right now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I call it done. I call it done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Um, I decree help is coming to you. Begin to receive help. Begin to receive help. This I'm looking for this man. I'm not seeing his comment again. Theophilus, I saw that you had a dream, and this dream was a dream of rejection. All right? The Lord has taken me into the realms of the Spirit. I'm seeing a dream, and the dream is pointing to rejection. But hear me, we overturn rejection for acceptance. You're under the sound of my voice, and you keep getting a dream of stagnation, delay, backwardness, you write exam, you don't finish. You start a journey, you don't finish. You see, right now, in the name of Jesus, that dream is over. I said it is over. Receive speed in your life now. Receive speed in your finance now. Receive speed in your business now. Receive speed in your health right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a supernatural intervention in your life. I pray for a heavenly intervention in your life. I see 16 persons specifically. God has prepared to give you a strange testimony. 16 of you specifically. God has prepared to give you a strange testimony. I don't know why they are just 16. I don't know why they are just 16. But listen, I sense strongly in the atmosphere and I'm going to advise everyone to do this, but 16 of you specifically, before this meeting closed, take a seed, take an offering, let it come from your heart. Put a seed on this meeting, all right? 200 CDs, 100 CDs, 50 CDs, um, 10 CDs. But the 16 of you, don't, don't make it just an offering. Make it a seed from your heart. I don't want to start um, calling for Sidoya, sister, if you come and give attention. I don't have that time. I'm already late for my meeting. Let it be from your heart. But I saw it clearly. I wish I could do this so that I can separate them, so that God will confirm what he has said. 
I wish I can. I just saw things break. I just saw 16 persons. I'm not saying this for motivation. I'm not saying this for you to give money. It's not my business. You want to give, you don't want to give, save journey. But I just saw 16 of you. I just saw 16 of you specifically. I saw a force break out of your life. I saw, I saw a force break out of your life. Before December 31st will come to an end, the biggest breakthrough you ever imagine, it will enter your hand. It will enter your hand. It will enter your life. In the name of Jesus, as you obey that instruction, may heaven honor you. Your doors are open. Your doors are open. You will testify. In Jesus' name, I call it done. Amen and amen. And admin is going to post the details on your screen in case you don't have it. I'm trying to end so that I will save this meeting. I, I recorded the meeting. you find it on our Telegram ch um, um, channel and you'll find it on our podcast. I feel somebody's miracle. If you can, please, if you can, let's go back and re-listen. If you can, go back and listen again. Okay? Go back and re-listen to this meeting. Go back and listen again. Our sister shared a testimony. She was not online when we did the crossover meeting from November into December. But she went back to listen to the meeting and personalized the part where I said that somebody would find money in strange places. And she found a thousand Ghana cities in an account where she have not put money. It says she have checked everywhere to find out how the money got there. She cannot explain. Miracle money is real. Miracle money is real. I'm going to upload the meeting. Go back and re-listen to it. Go back and re-listen to it. Get ready. Tonight, I'm going to be back by the help of God. We're going to have an amazing prophetic session. I'm trusting God to be online tonight. If I finish my activities early, we're going to have a very terrific prophetic session. And I know your life must change. In Jesus' name, I call it done. God bless you. Have a good day and you will testify in Jesus' name. If you are sick, you are healed already. Check it. If you were, if you were sick or you are sick, you are healed already. The pain is gone. Check it. God bless you and bye-bye.